0: In December, we finished with the book of Colossians. Some of the things we saw was if you be risen with Christ, seeking those things above. And we learned Jesus is the image of the invisible God. By him, all things were created. And by him, all things consist and exist. Also in him dwells all the fullness of the Godhead. We were taught we are buried with him in baptism, risen with him by faith, and it is by faith of the operation of God, made by God and without the help of man. His word dwells richly in us, in all wisdom, and we must mortify or destroy the craves of our flesh. By being rooted and grounded, we must be established and built up in the faith, And we must continue in his word as we receive and walk in them. This year, Lord willing, we want to look, discuss and examine the things like knowing you are saved. Things pertaining to salvation. How to believe it. Things we should be seeking and knowing things about Jesus. Just to name a few. We want to make sure we are not being sidetracked by the religious things of the world and not not Jesus. We won't be looking at them in any type of order. So make sure you have something to write with just in case we go too fast. Let's start with Luke chapter 19. Verse nine. And Jesus said unto him, this day is salvation come to this house for so much as he also is a son of Abraham. Our subject for this evening will be salvation has come to your house. Jesus was talking to a man called Zacchaeus. But there was also a man in Jerusalem named Simeon who was just and devout, who came to relieve the sorrow of Israel. It was told to him he would not see death until he saw the Lord's Christ. And when he saw him, he took him into his arms and blessed him and said, For mine eyes have seen thy salvation. You will find this in Luke two twenty-five through 30. For us now, let's look at Romans 10 and 1. Paul said this to Israel in verse 1. Brethren, my heart's desire and prayer to God for Israel is that they might be saved. It is also my desire and prayer that all of us will be saved. This is what is said in verse 2. For I bear them record, or I agree, that they have a zeal of God. Meaning they have a great energy of enthusiasm in pursuing of a cause. And I believe that cause and energy was to know the truth, but it was not according to knowledge. What they were doing was without understanding or knowing the truth or who the truth is. They knew there was a God. They believed in God, but didn't know the only true God and his Son. Many Jews today are still looking for the Messiah to come the first time. They worship by tradition, religion, and the law rather than searching and knowing salvation through and by Jesus Christ who has already come. These same things exist today. People have a zeal, but not according to knowledge. They want what is good, But they go about it the wrong way. Remember, Jesus asked his disciples a question in Matthew. Let's go. Let's look at what Jesus said to the disciples. Matthew chapter 16, verse 13. When Jesus came into the coast of Caesarea, Philippi, he asked his disciples saying, Who do men say that I, the Son of Man, am? Who do people, who do you associate with today? Who do they say Jesus is? In order to have the right salvation, in order to have the keeping salvation, in order to be salvaged by the right person, we must know who he is and what he has offered by him. The world and religious world sees Jesus as just another man, a prophet at the most. But those that are his and chosen to be his, we are the ones who it is revealed who he truly is. Let me use this as an example. There are all kinds of colas to drink. Pepsi Cola, RC Cola, Double Cola, K Cola, Fago Cola, Town Club Cola, but all of them are a knockoff to Coca-Cola. Every God and everything offered is a knockoff to Father God and Jesus Christ. I don't want a knockoff when it comes to a cola. So we should not want a knockoff when it comes to our God and salvation. When it comes to salvation, There is only one real thing, and his name is Jesus. Jesus is the beginning of knowing the only true God and the beginning of salvation. There are churches still following religion and denominations. They still don't know who Jesus is, and no man can give salvation but Jesus. Did you know Joining the church does not save you. Just reading the Bible will not deliver you. Just because you don't smoke or chew or run with those that do, doesn't mean you are going to heaven. Doing work around or in the church does not give you a free pass into his kingdom. Just because you can quote the Bible, just because you are a deacon or in the choir or on the trustee board, This does not make you righteous and saved because you do these things. These positions do not bring you good graces of God. Remember what it said in Matthew 520? For I say unto you that except your righteousness shall exceed the righteousness of the scribes and Pharisees, you shall in no case enter into the kingdom of heaven. Salvation goes beyond religion and denominations. It goes beyond what you do for man and a building. So accept what you believe is the right way, unless it exceeds or goes beyond what the scribes and the Pharisees called and did to be right. The kingdom and the king of the kingdom which comes by Christ in the way of salvation, you will not obtain it or inherit it. Your body is God's temple. Being saved means the temple inside needs cleaning. Romans 12 and one said, I beseech you therefore brethren by the mercies of God that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God which is your reasonable service. Before Christ came, our sacrifice was a dead sacrifice. It could only be accepted or redeemed by a yearly sacrifice of animals. But now that Christ has come, after offering himself once, he became our living sacrifice. So now we can present our bodies a living sacrifice holy and acceptable under God and receive the salvation we deserve. Let's go a little further with salvation. Romans 10, verse eight and nine. But what saith it? The word is nigh thee, even in thy mouth and in thine heart, that is the word of faith which we preach. Remember, faith comes by hearing, And hearing by the word of God. What we hear we eat. What we eat we store. It is the word of faith in Christ that we preach. And what we have eaten we should be speaking. So out of the heart the mouth must speak. If we believe in our heart what is taught in the word. And confess it from the mouth. Salvation is come to our house. Verse 9 that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Paul said this in the, to the Colossians, Christ is our life and we are hidden in him. It is in Christ that we live and move and have our being. In salvation, we should be teaching and talking about the one who salvaged us. Listen to what Jesus said to Peter when he acknowledged who Jesus is in Matthew 13, 17. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Blessed art thou Simon by Jonah. for flesh and blood have not revealed it unto thee, but my Father which is in heaven. It is the Father who gave the revelation to Peter. And this same revelation is available and given to us. Furthermore, it tells us in Matthew 11, no man knows the son but the father. And no man knoweth the father but the son and to whomsoever he reveals him to. So it is the son that shows us who God the father is. And if we don't receive and know who the son is, we will not know who the father is. If we don't know who they are, if we, if they are not revealed to us who they are, we cannot be salvaged from who we are. Mm. We have been given power and authority. John 6 and 44 says also, no man can come to me except the father which has sent me draw him and I will raise him up at the last day. Let's look at something the father says about his son and what Jesus says about his father. Look at John five seventeen through 25. But Jesus answered them, my father worketh hitherto and I, do, I work. In other words, it was up until this time the father worked. Remember, the Jews were upset because of the work he was doing on the Sabbath. But Jesus was trying to explain to them up until now the father worked, but I'm here now. In verse 18, it said, therefore, the Jews sought the more to kill him because he not only had broken the Sabbath, but said also that God was his father, making himself equal with God. Jesus told them in Mark, the Sabbath was made for man and not man for the Sabbath. This means Jesus is also Lord of the Sabbath. Look at verse 19. It says, Then answered Jesus and said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, The Son can do nothing of himself, but what he seeth the Father do. For what things soever he doeth, these also doeth the Son likewise. Jesus could only do as the Father told him to. And we can do nothing without them. Jesus told us whatsoever you ask the Father in my name, I will do. But we must stay in the guidelines of the will of God. Look at verse 20. For the Father loveth the Son and showeth him all things that that himself doeth. And he will show him greater works than these that ye may marvel just as the father shows and loves his son because of his son he loves shows and loves us as well in fact it told us in john three sixteen that god so loved us that he gave his only begotten son and god's holy spirit leads us and guides us in all truth so what the son has done And what the son speaks to the father about us, we can say, I can do all things through Christ, which strengtheneth me. Verse 21. For as the father raises up the dead and quickeneth them, Mm -hmm. even so the son quickeneth whom he will. We are quickened by his word. John 6 and 63 tells us, it is the spirit that quickeneth. Mm -hmm. The flesh profits nothing. The words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. Mm-hmm. So for those that have received him, for those that believe him, for those that have accepted him, yes. those are the ones he quickens and raises up. Yes. For the father judgeth no man, but hath committed all judgment unto the son. Jesus said in John 12, 47 and 48. If any man hear my words and believe not, I judge him not. For I came not to judge the world, but to save the world. He that rejects me and receive not my words has one that judges him. The word that I have spoken, the same shall judge you in the last day. Back to 523. That all men should honor the son even as they honor the father. He that honor not the son, honor not the father, which have sent him. Remember when we give thanks, when we testify, when we give honor, when we do anything in his name, we should make sure we acknowledge them both. Mm -hmm. Colossians again told us, and whatsoever you do in word or deed, Do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God and the Father by him. Verse 24 of Matthew 5. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that heareth my word and believeth on him that sent me hath everlasting life and shall not come into condemnation, but has passed from death unto life. Jesus is speaking unto us about hearing the words that comes from the father that was given to us so we can believe he was sent. And he was sent and believed the father sent him is what we should do. And in this, our salvation lies. Look at. John, what he said in first John three, 13 and 14. 1 John 3, 13 and 14. Marvel not, my brethren, if the world hates you. Saints, the world is always going to hate you. Today, it doesn't matter whether it is about Jesus, about God, or about anything else that, that they stand for. The world will hate you if you agree or disagree. But for us that believe, for us that have received, As it says in verse 14, we know that we have passed from death unto life because we love the brethren. He that loveth not his brother abideth in death. We know we have passed from the presence of where the world is, mind, body and soul, because we are now in the presence of God and we abide in his spirit. We walk in the spirit and not after the flesh. We no longer harbor on hate. We seek those things that are above, Mm -hmm. where love is. We set our affections on them. We are learning how to love our brethren and also learn to love our enemies. Now, back in verse 25 of Matthew, it says, Verily, verily, I say unto you, the hour is coming. And now is when the dead shall hear the voice of the son of God. And they that hear shall live. In hearing about Jesus, there is life and salvation. Let us understand being saved does not mean being right all the time, and being right does not make you saved. It does not mean if you slip and do something wrong, you are not saved. Let us remember what it says in 1 John 1 8 through 10 and we will close with this. That's 1 John chapter 1 verse 8 through 10. And we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves. And the truth is not in us. We all were born in sin. We all were born with this nature. We all were born of a woman. Sin was passed down from Adam and Eve. Verse 9 says if we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we confess what we have done in this nature, which is against God, we can be cleansed and forgiven. Verse 10 says, if we say that we have not sinned, we make him a liar and his word is not in us. Romans tells us we all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Being saved allows us to repent and make things right. Being saved allows us to talk to God. And most of all, and being saved allows God to hear us. With that, my time is up and I thank you for yours.